With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Billboard Charts. And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital. Hello, Katie. How are you? I am great. How are you, Keith? I am all right on this windy day. I am saying that now just in case anyone complains about hearing a weird hissing or windy sound on our microphones. There's a whole situation going outside my home garage office. So if you hear it, that's why. And I'm right next to a window and it sounded like (laughs) there was a tornado outside recently. So welcome to our wind tunnel. Yes. So uh, as always, the Billboard Pop Shop podcast is your one stop shop for all things weather. (laughs) Welcome to the Weather Channel and uh, all things pop actually, on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we've got chart news about how Why Don't We nabs its highest charting album yet on the Billboard 200, Friends of the Podcast, by the way, uh, with their latest release, and why Ariana Grande's 34 plus 35 surges to a new peak of number two on the Billboard Hot 100, plus a couple songs performed on the Celebrating America inauguration special last week debut on the Hot 100 chart. Which ones? Well, you'll just have to wait and see. And we have an interview with Melanie C., Oh my gosh, very exciting. We caught up with the singer-songwriter and, of course, member of the Spice Girls recently to discuss her latest single, Into You, her new self-titled album, what spicy plans she and the girls have up their sleeves to commemorate the 25th anniversary of the release of their debut single and album this year, and we pose this burning question to her. If she could assemble her dream girl group, who would be in the group? And her answers may surprise you. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcasts. Alrighty, so let's do the chart chat. First up, Morgan Wallen's Dangerous, the double album, spends its second straight week at number one on the Billboard 200 albums chart becoming the first country album to score two weeks in a row at number one since 2015, when Chris Stapleton's Traveler linked together two weeks atop the list in the wake of his multiple wins and performance at that year's CMA Awards, when he performed most famously with Justin Timberlake, one of Katie's faves. Indeed. Um, Plus, with 159,000 equivalent album units earned in the U.S. in the week ending January 21st, According to MRC data, Dangerous is the first country album 
to notch two weeks of at least 150,000 units since the Billboard 200 began tracking albums by units back in December of 2014. Huge. Uh, that Morgan really Wallen huge. dude is kind of popular. Apparently a little popular. Also helps you have 30 tracks on the album helping you with streams and units, so... Let's put or 32, even, if you're listening to the Target Deluxe Edition. Now, what I would like to point out that those two tracks, since they're not available on streaming services or digital, that doesn't count towards your, you know, your streaming units. But yes. it's hilarious that the physical versions, including the vinyl at Target, has two bonus tracks. There's 32 yep. songs on the vinyl at Target. It's insane. It's, it's, a, lot of, it's, it's a lot of songs. It's a lot. It's a double album. It's dangerous. He's dangerous. This is why it's number two or number one for a second week because people are still just getting through the album. In week yes, they're, two. Still, they're, <laughs> they're taking it in pieces. It's really a triple album if you want to think about it. Um, all right. Well, next up, friends of the podcast, why don't we log their highest charting album yet as the good times and the bad ones debuts at number three on the Billboard 200 with 46,000 units. That surpasses the act's previous high watermark when Eight Letters debuted and peaked at number nine back in 2018. I'm super proud of those boys. That's awesome. Yeah, good for them. And uh, it's sort of a new, like, the album has kind of a different, it's like a different direction for them a little bit. Yeah, like they're yeah, they're super fans. They're super fans will know. They they took, like, a, a total break off of, you know, because they were releasing music crazy fast, and then they took a break, wrote all this music together, playing all these instruments on there. They wanted to come back as like a real solid band. And it's it's awesome that it's also doing really well. Yeah. Well, um, next up over on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, as Olivia Rodrigo's driver's license stays put in the driver's seat at number one for a second week, Ariana Grande's 34 plus 35 surges 11 to 2, beating its previous high of number eight, following the release of its remix featuring Doja Cat and Megan Thee Stallion. And with that, the song is now credited to all three ladies on the chart. Now combined, all versions of the song, because we track all the versions together for tracking purposes and chart purposes, earned 24 million streams, up 83%, and sold 8,000 copies, up 313%, in the week ending January 21st, while it also logged 45.5 million Radio audience impressions up 21% in the week ending January 21st. 21st? Week ending Col Jan Colin 21st. <laughs> Colin 24th. 24th, everybody. Um, clearly the remix helped. Uh, so if 34 plus 35 can get to number one, it will be the sixth number one for Grande, the second for Doja Cat, and the third for Megan the Stallion. That's cute. Uh, yeah, I, I also did this weird thing where I was looking to see how many song titles that only had numerals and symbols had reached the top two on the chart. And I think this is only the third one. You know, I it's funny you said that because the minute I was looking at the song title, I was thinking, when is Gary going to write that article? <laughs> well, tell you what, uh, if he does, I've already given him a couple tips. And uh, one of the songs, I don't know, but one of the other songs, we absolutely do know. And I'll leave Ooh, it at that. Okay, look to Billboard.com for more, maybe. <laughs> no promises. He may never yeah. write the story. Um, <laughs> lastly, following their performances on the Celebrating America inauguration special on January 20th, Tim McGraw and Tyler Hubbard's Undivided and Aunt Clemens' Better Days featuring Justin Timberlake debut on the Hot 100. The tracks arrive at numbers 76 and 94, respectively. There are also the numbers 3 and 2 
selling songs of the week as well, selling 19,000 and 21,000 respectively. Uh, Driver's License is still the top selling song of the week with 27,000 copies sold. You know, these songs uh, Keith and I talked about while watching the special together. Um, first of all, they were both perfect fits for this exact occasion. Yeah. And um, that Aunt Clemens song has actually been out since early December. Which and I didn't even know. Yeah, and a lot of people me. didn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's weird that like a, a song featuring Justin Timberlake just kind of like snuck in without people knowing about it. But I think this was the perfect big show for um, for that song. And Aunt Clemens uh, also having a big year. He's uh, got a bunch of Grammy nominations uh, for the show in March. And uh, so this is a huge look for, for him. And it's one of the, my favorite things Justin has put out in a while. So I think it's it's pretty, it's it's a good fit all around. Not to put you on the spot, but hmm. I am. Aunt Clemens has Grammy nominations for what? Yes, he does. I mean, let me take Is one Is he a moment. part of another group and I'm a dummy? No, he's a solo this. artist. Okay. Remember when I said nominations? Let's go with nomination. Um, he's nominated for Best R&B Album for Happy to Be Here. Um, that's his very first his, nomination. And it's his own album? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, con- con- well I'm an idiot. Congratulations. No, you honestly, uh, we actually did an article for the week of the inauguration, Five Things to Know About Aunt Clemens, because I think it's a name that people are going to hear a lot because of Grammys, because of inauguration, because of this Justin Timberlake feature. So go check that out, too, to get a little backstory on who our boy Ant is. Wow. Cool. And now it's time for our interview with Melanie C. Yay! In our chat, we discuss her latest single, Into You, and why it was the right song to release right now. How an epiphany during the Spice Girls tour in 2019 led to her new self-titled album. And what upcoming plans the Spice Girls may have to commemorate this year's 25th anniversary of the release of their debut single and album. Keith even has some suggestions for her, so uh, listen yeah, you'll, to that. You'll, you'll hear that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, the Pop Shop poses this burning question to Melanie C. If she could assemble her dream girl group among all female artists from the past and present, who would be in her group? Her answers might surprise you. So, take a listen to our chat with Melanie C. Welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. Melanie C, how are you? You know what? I'm doing okay. We are living through the strangest of times, aren't we? Some days are good, some of them not so good. But speaking to you guys has made my day. Oh, you say all the right things, Melanie. Um, well, first of all, I'm going to say something nice back to you because happy belated birthday. It was your birthday just a few days ago. How did you celebrate the big day considering that you're in a fairly elevated kind of level of lockdown right now in, in England? Well, we are we are kind of in the, yeah, close to the highest uh, lockdown we've had so far. So the highlight of my day was going to the pharmacy Mm. Um, socially distanced wearing a mask yes <laughs> to get some necessities but um, you know it was just lovely to have that day when you feel a bit special you know my little girl was nice to me for a whole day <laughs> which is a gift in itself <laughs> and I got so many lovely messages from fans all over the world you know so many lovely gifts and cards so yeah although it wasn't the the birthday that i expected to have it was still a nice day 
And um, you recently released the music video for your latest single, Into You. Um, the track is off the deluxe edition of your new self-titled eighth album. And it's it's a dance banger is what it is. So <laughs> why was this track the right single for right now, do you think? Oh, well, thank you so much. I'm happy to hear it referred to as a banger. Um, <laughs> always a good thing. But, you know, this record, I mean, it's been crazy because I had so many plans for the record. I wanted to make a dance-inspired pop album. I'd been DJing for a few years, so I'd really fallen back in love with dance music. And I was so excited not only to release it and release videos, but to get out and to do it live and to travel all over the world. Of course, not all of that is possible right now. But I found that releasing it during the pandemic has been really a good thing. I think people have enjoyed to be entertained and to be distracted from other things. And it's made me really motivated to create this content. And as you say, this song is from the deluxe version. It was never planned to be a single, but it was just on all the forums, all over the social media platforms. The fans wanted it, they loved it. So we thought, hey, you know what? It's a gloomy January here in the UK and across Europe. Let's get a dance banger out there and put a really fun video to go with it. Okay, to be quite honest, when is it not gloomy in the UK in January, <laughs> Melanie? <laughs> it's very, very true. So I got some pictures today. I have family. My dad's up in Yorkshire, which is in the in the north of the country, and they have the most beautiful scenes, winter scenes, deep, thick, untouched snow. And um, here in London, it's grey and wet. Um, you know, so hopefully if we get some snow, we might see some nice, bright, sunny days. Um, you, you said that the album, you know, isn't, I mean, the, the track into you isn't on like the, the quote unquote standard version of the album. It's on the physical deluxe version, but you can still purchase it off of a new EP that's on digital platforms. So everyone listening, go get it now. I've read that you said the album is all about self-acceptance. Um, did you go into the making of the album kind of with that kind of mindset, that intention, or did the direction of the album kind of find its way to you as you were writing it? Yeah, you know, I think so often an album, you can have an, you know, personally for me, I might have a thread of an idea, but it's it really kind of evolves at its own pace. And I think I'd had some writing sessions and it was taking some shape. And then I went into rehearsals with the Spice Girls and we did stadium shows in 2019. And that was a real moment for me a moment to really reflect on everything that had happened to me, not only in my career, in my personal life, all these different times. And that's really when I, it was almost like an epiphany, you know, I kind of realized that I had to embrace everything that I'd done, you know, that I, I, I kind of think I had sporty in one part of, you know, like of my brain and my body and Melanie C in another. And then I realized that, you know what, I'm, I'm both all the time, not one sometimes and the other other times. So it was just a really nice thing to, to realize and to just embrace every aspect of myself. Wow. And, you know, after that big tour, I'm sure you're sort of itching to get this Melanie C music out in front of fans too. And obviously lockdown has sort of put that um, on the shelf for now, but are you hopeful that you'll be able to get back on stage. I know you have some 2021 dates set. Are you hopeful that you can get out there and, and, be, and do these songs in front of fans? Oh man, I mean, things in Europe right now, especially the UK are, you know, pretty bad. There's no good news for us right now. So I'm, I'm keeping everything crossed. We're constantly monitoring the situation. And um, yeah, I hope and pray they happen in the spring. 
I don't know whether they will, but as soon as we can, as soon as I can get back out there. I think, you know, all artists have had to rethink everything right now. Right. You know, there were so many industries and, you know, have, have had to think about things differently, haven't they? And I think, you know, for me, I'm going to continue to be creative. I found that it's, it's a great time to to really be giving to fans. You know, I think it's a time when we need each other. It's something we are living through this shared experience and I want to keep making music and getting stuff out there. If I can't be there in person, I at least want to, you know, be there online. And um, also we were just speaking of the Spice Girls, but 2021 marks the 25th anniversary of the UK release of the Spice Girls' first single, Wannabe, and the first album, Spice. So, you know, what can you tell us? Are any plans in the works to kind of commemorate that big anniversary? Oh my goodness. Well, we, of course, it's high on the agenda for us girls. I mean, since we did the tour in 2019, I have just been like, more shows, more shows. And, you know, obviously that isn't something that's going to happen this year, sadly. So again, a big old rethink. And, you know, we listen to the fans, an incredible international fan base that have supported us throughout our careers. So we are working on some ideas. I can't give too much away, uh, but sure we, we definitely... Yeah. Of you can. Come <laughs> well, on. if this is a place to do it, right? Yeah, come on. Do it anywhere. Um, <laughs> so, you know what? We, we definitely want to celebrate and really acknowledge 25 years. It's, it's insane. And, um, you know, we're so proud of our legacy. So we do want to celebrate it in the, the best way that we can. And if you're listening to fans, then you should listen to Keith because he's got, he has an idea for you. <laughs> okay. So, so just I, I, hear me out. Okay. Um, and I just, just play along. Um, so um, ever since the Spice Girls announced that they had the 2019 tour, and um, Victoria wasn't going to be part of it because she was focusing on her other parts of her career at the time, which is fine. Um, I was thinking, gosh, it'd be great to get some new music from the Spice Girls. New music didn't happen, and that's fine. Do what you want. That's cool. But here's my idea, and I've shared it on social media. I don't know if anyone from management has seen it, but here we go, okay? So what about a new album from the Spice Girls? It can be called Girl Power, and let's say there's 10 songs. Maybe you convince Victoria to show up on one of them. And the rest of the nine songs can be, say, songs that are collaborations with women from, you know, women in music that inspired the Spice Girls and mm. women that were inspired by the Spice Girls. So say, you know, Little Mix and Spice Girls or Diana Ross and the Spice Girls. So there's my concept. <laughs> I'm not asking for any percentage, any cut. What do you think? I think that's an incredible idea. I Oh, wow. I mean, that'd be amazing. I think, you know, we often talk about how many people talk about listening to the Spice Girls growing up. You know, I suppose our fans are of an age now where they're all grown and you have artists, whether it's Dua Lipa or even Billie Eilish is, is so incredibly young, but she talks about the Spice Girls. And Adele, of course, is one of our biggest fans. And we've been inspired, you know, I continue to be inspired by these young artists, but like you say, the great Diana Ross, Madonna, you mm -hmm. know, I think that's a wonderful idea. Come on, let's pitch it to the girls. Yes, <laughs> let's. Girls, if you're listening, we will, we, 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 Melanie's on board, apparently. She just said that. No, she didn't. I'm so down for this. Totally. What, actually, in all seriousness, has there been any talk at all of just doing new music in general, or is that kind of on the back burner? Is that even a topic? You know what? I think when we talk about new music, we, we feel very nervous because obviously, 
we had such great success and we have such a great back catalogue and we wouldn't want to force anything and we wouldn't want to do anything that wasn't good enough you know so we've always said if if an opportunity came up and we felt it was you know quite organic that it happened then we would do it but we we kind of don't want to force it gotcha and finally because we've stolen a lot of your time (laughs) speaking of um of groups and girl power uh keith and i have played this little game before and we thought that it would be perfect for you if you melanie c could put together your dream girl group who would be in the group and we're just going to take all limits off the table like just pick from history pick from now pick from wherever who is who are you drafting for your girl group and we and we literally do play this by the way like (laughs) Like we play fantasy girl group leagues <laughs> at Billboard. And boy I love bands. it. Yeah. I love it. But there is such a wealth of amazing women in music, isn't there? So it's like it's like this question. I, I used to love this question, but now I'm like, this question's too hard. It's too hard now. There's too many to choose from. But I think you know, no one's going to feel slighted. No one's going to feel slighted if you don't pick them. If you don't draft them. <laughs> but I'll, I'll wake up in the middle of the night going, no, 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 no. I'd rather have this person. It'll drive me nuts. Um, but my my first pick would be Tina Turner. Oh. Yes, and the reason for that is, you know, she is fierce. And my mum was and is a huge fan. So I grew up on a lot of you know Ike and Tina Turner, and then Tina's solo stuff. And, you know, just in awe of how fabulous she is. And I think she obviously is such a huge inspiration to the great Beyonce. So could you have Tina and Beyonce in the same band? Uh. I mean, that would just be overload, wouldn't it? That would be (laughs) sensory overload. Um, Who else would we want in there? I mean, again, so many amazing women. Lady Gaga, she'd be amazing, you know, Mm -hmm. or would it be Madonna? You see, there is some women I kind of feel have a similar kind of vibe and I'm like, I'm gonna have to go Madonna. Being a huge Madonna fan, she was a huge inspiration to me growing up. So I'm gonna go Tina. I'm going with, you know, the the more mature ladies right now, Tina, Madonna. Okay. Who next, who next? Now someone who I've always thought has so much girl power and I have so much respect for her is Pink. Mm. she's an incredible artist and she's been like she's really played around with genres as well hasn't she over yeah. the years she started off quite r&b and then she got quite rocky um and yeah and she's really powerful so i think pink would have to be in there for me and then should we should we get some youngsters in there as well sure. into the mix so do is having a moment right now an incredible album that she released last year and i'm a huge fan of hers so maybe i think i'd like to see Dua Lipa in there and hmm, I'm going to change my mind in a minute. I mix it all up. Um, and then, uh, do I have one spot left? Sure, yeah. as many as you want. It can be a ten piece oh, if you want. We'll be here all day. We'll be here Perfect. All day. And I think you know what I want to. I want to bring some, maybe some darkness to the proceedings. And I think we're going to have to have Billy. Yeah, mm. Billy Eilish. One of my faves. I mean, it's the craziest mix of women you probably will get on stage, <laughs> music and genre-wise, but they're all people that inspire me greatly. Wow. Oh, I'd so, love to see it. So Tina, <laughs> Tina, Madonna, Pink, uh-huh. Dua, uh-huh. and Billie Eilish. Yeah. That's a hell and of a lineup. 
and Melanie, like you're in sure. this group, right? Hey, I, I mean, that, that goes without saying, Great, I don't want to miss this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. oh, I can only imagine just trying to get everyone on stage together. That will be something. That's a sight. Let's have, we are, by the way, Katie and I are like big fans of basically all those people. All of those people, yes. So we're in it. And you, too, and you, of course, too, Melanie, of course. <laughs> um, this has been delightful. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. And um, much success with uh, anything that possibly happens in 2021, because we don't know what the heck is going to happen this year. <laughs> well, all of my love and good luck to you guys over there. You know, heartbreaking, crazy scenes we see in America a lot. And I miss you guys. I love to be over there. So hopefully we can be together soon. Thanks again to Melanie C. We cannot wait to see that fantasy girl group live, if only in our dreams. Uh, as real as it can be, if they're only <laughs> in my dreams. Wait, it makes it sound like we're saying that uh, Debbie Gibson was in oh, the group. No, <laughs> De- Debbie Gibson was not a selection. <laughs> a-, a fine choice, nonetheless. Of course. She'd be in Gary Truss's fantasy girl group, for sure. <laughs> yes, with Tiffany. Yes. Mariah Carey. Um, and also, thank you, Melanie, for enduring my um, unsolicited pitch for a Spice Girls album. Um, <laughs> I still think it's a legitimately good idea. Melanie seemed into it. So all we have to do is convince the other girls, and then we've got it covered. I mean, for all you know, they already recorded it. <laughs> True. You never know. You never um, know. All right. Well, now it's time for the chart stat of the week. <laughs> Yo! Well, 24 years ago this week, the Spice Girls debuted on the Billboard Hot 100 chart with Wannabe, the track which was first released in the group's home country of England the previous year, arrived on the Hot 100 chart dated January 25th, 1997 at number 11. It would sail to number one a few weeks later on the February 22nd dated chart and it spent four weeks atop the list. This was normal, by the way, back in the day where an artist would release a song or album in another country first. And in America, this was like pre-internet. Well, I mean, we had the internet, but it was like pre-digital, pre-streaming, pre-YouTube. So the Spice Girls were just like this UK thing and it became a phenomenon. And then they brought them to America and it became an, a global phenomenon. And yeah. this ties into something else that happened the other day when Adele on social media celebrated the 10th anniversary of the release of her album 21. It was actually released in the UK like a month or so. It was a month, yeah, because February 22nd is the day here in the US. Yeah, it it didn't come out in in America until until a month later. So it's it's the 10th to her, but for Americans, we were still denied it for, it's it's the it's the nine year and 11 month anniversary. You can't really pull that off anymore with the way (laughs) streaming and everything else works. Not so much. All right, well, moving on. Uh, Wannabe was a preview of even bigger things to come for the Spice Girls, as the group would reach number one on the Billboard 200 with its debut album, Spice, in May, spending five weeks at number one, and would notch two more top ten hits from the set with Say You'll Be There and To Become One. And before the end of 1997, the group would drop their second album, Spice World, ushering in another batch of hit singles. Wannabe finished 1997 as the number 10 biggest hit on the Hot 100 chart, while Spice closed the year as the number one year-end Billboard 200 album. So there you have it. 24 years ago this week, the Spice Girls spiced up the Hot 100 for the very first time, 
as Wannabe debuted on the chart on its way to number one. If you wanna be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. Make it last forever. Friendship never ends. Uh, we've reached the end of our spicy show. How many times can we say spicy? I honestly don't know if I remember a bigger, like, pop cultural phenomenon than the way the Spice Girls arrived in America. Like, in my lifetime, I should say. It was honestly, like, it felt like they came out of nowhere and were massive immediately. It was it was unreal. It was. I just, all I remember that year, it was just pandemonium for the Spice Girls. Their videos were on MTV and VH1 oh. incessantly. Say You'll Be There is the one that I remember the most playing. I mean, because it was such like a fun, like cinematic superhero looking video. That one is the one I remember playing over and over and over again on MTV. Um, so what song should we go out on? I mean, I don't think it would be overkill to play another Spice Girls song personally. <laughs> so I All think right. that's what we should do. <laughs> uh, but which song? Because we've already heard oh, one of the, obviously. Right. Um, I mean, say you'll be there. Like, we just talked about it. That video, like, it's playing in my mind just thinking about the Spice Girls' arrival. <laughs> All right. We, we are going to give you everything as we go out this week. Get, you know, giving you everything. All that yes. joy this can bring. <laughs> this, I swear. This, I swear. Um, all right. See you guys next time. <laughs> Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.